feel like this nest topic is one that really gets some parents, including me, really worked up because my kids were of that age and that generation when they stopped teaching cursive in schools. And it really bothered me because I know that when it came to fine motor skills, I had one child in particular who kind of struggled with those fine motor skills. And I always thought that learning cursive was something that would have helped. But you know what? Didn't happen at school. That was of the era that, no, we don't need to teach cursive. Kids don't learn that. Well, now I hear that it's coming back, actually. Teaching cursive is becoming something that um, some school districts are saying, no, no, we want to do this. In fact, in Ontario, they are talking about bringing this back as mandatory, teaching cursive. And the Ontario Education Ministry is discussing making that happen. They were doing that this week. And I thought, well, this is a great topic because how important is it for your child to learn handwriting. Joining us now is Dr. Hetty Rosing, who's a professor emerita at the University of Calgary's Workland School of Education, Specialization, Language and Literacy. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you so much for having me. Good morning from Calgary. Well, good morning to Calgary. So tell us, how important is it for kids to learn cursive? I think it's really, really important. I think your handwriting conveys so much about your identity, who you are, uh, the signature on the page. There are many other reasons why, if you're taking notes or writing a Valentine's Day card, cursive handwriting really makes a difference uh, to the speed or fluency with which you can put that stuff on the page or the card. Okay, then how did we move away from teaching it? I think a couple of things. I think cursive, many people misunderstand what we mean by cursive. I think a lot of people think up the old Spencer or the Danelian or the, the handwriting that was taught maybe 30, 40 years ago. Zainer Blosser, another one, can, uh, you know, that tends to be loopy, uh, very hard on little hands. You need 300 little muscles that understand what it needs to do to learn to print. So I think the controversy had a lot to do with the difficulty, the the fine motor control, the visual-to-motor memory, very hard on little hands if if the script style is too difficult. And then secondly, I would say there was a major shift toward digital literacy, and no question, children need to have that under control as well. We live in a digital world, but there has to be room for both. Okay, do you think the pendulum is kind of swinging back now? Perhaps we realize that we've lost some valuable skill in not teaching handwriting skills to kids. I do. Um, So cursive is back on the curriculum both in Ontario and the newly released Alberta curriculum, both in grade three. Uh, So I think there is a recognition. I don't know how that came about, but I'm thrilled, as you can imagine. I think it's so important to have this. More than just being on the curriculum, though, it it does need to be taught, and I think that's the next step where we drop the ball. I think that a lot of uh, elementary practitioners don't know how or may not understand how important it is, and it, it tends to be marginalized still on the curriculum. We'll see what happens. Okay, so that's a, an important point then. You can put it on there, but is it? it's almost like, Dr. Rosing, the, the school of thought has to come back to it, right? And it has to pick up a little bit more momentum. Yeah, you have to convince all those K-3 teachers that this matters. I think you have to support them really well with good learning resources. And in Alberta, we don't have any. Uh, How would you teach cursive handwriting? You want me to teach italic script? Lovely, but show me, support me, make it easy. Okay, and so is every province thinking about this, do you think, or should they? 
Oh, I think many are. Uh, some provinces never dropped it, although in looking across Canada, the uh, handwriting in Prince Edward Island, it's, again, too loopy, too difficult. It's very hard, again, on the musculature, the um, yeah, visual to motor memory, all of those things. It makes it a grind, and I can, I can see that that's just too much for a six, seven-year-old. Is it a matter of choosing a different style, then, perhaps, to teach? Yeah, you're right on the money on that one. I would advocate for what Stephen Graham would, and he's a, a big handwriting uh, specialist. Uh, you can Google his name. Lots and lots and lots of uh, his career has been allocated to this. He would call mixed, mostly manuscript. I would call it italic. I think italic hand serves the purpose so well. It is an economy of effort, an economy of execution, because think of an A, it's a single stroke letter in italic. In other big ball and stick type methods, you lift. And every lift is, is costly of uh, working memory time. So the other thing about italic is the ease with which children can make the connectors beginning in grade two. And this is exactly what they do in Germany. They do this in Finland. They do this in Australia. And kids learn a nice uncluttered italic hand. The other advantage is, is that between lowercase and uppercase and manuscript and cursive, the shift is small. So you really only have one script to learn, whereas if you are in some of these other scripts, now when you shift from the manuscript to the cursive, it looks completely different. And little kids now have to start learning all over again what the new script looks like in cursive hand. Right. Is it, are there ways that parents can support this at home, Dr. Rosing, and say, okay, I, even if it's not emphasized in the classroom, I would like to have my child learn this skill? Yeah. So I think already beginning in, in the early years, in kindergarten or even earlier, I think children need a lot of hands-on involvement with shape recognition and games, block play, very important, um, strengthening the fine motor control. I see that in all these samples, thousands of them that I look at, that the pincer grip is not in place. Uh, the internalized understanding of shape, so draw me an O, draw me a square, draw me a cross, draw me an X. Those are not in place at the age of five. So those are basic underlying um, shape recognition and, and fine motor manipulative and fine motor uh, literacy skills that need to be in place. There are some free online um, resources I, uh, that I find quite good. The ones from Australia are freely available. I like the scope and sequence. I, um, yeah, and maybe if you know what you're looking for, you might even find uh, at the dollar store or something like that a, a printing practice workbook. Um, I'm working on making a resource right now. I'm partnering with some calligraphers who are very keen on this, and we want to make something uh, that will be supportive and free. Oh, I love easy, calligraphy. Easy to put yeah. out there. I yeah. love watching that. Okay, so um, what does it do for the brain? If you can give a message then to people out there, like the importance of doing this, what does it do for us in our brains to be able to do that kind of handwriting, that kind of skill? When you engage the hand-brain complex, you start to lay down the neural circuitry for making meaning in the brain. So if you write, I love you, or you, uh, you release a lot of happy 
happy endorphins. If you type I love you, there's none of that. All your brain knows is that you hit four strokes on the keyboard and you could have typed love or hate. Your brain doesn't know the difference. So you're making meaning, but you're also encrypting um, understanding in the brain, so embodied cognition, those who can handwrite good notes do better on exams than those who type their notes. So think twice about turning on your computer if you're sitting in a class and trying to um, understand and take notes. If you're, but your handwriting has to be fluent and automatized. It has to be under such good control that you have lots and lots and lots of working memory available to take the notes, to, to, under, to make meaning. So it, it isn't just note-taking, it's note-making. It's generative, you're summarizing, you're making sense, you remember a word, you might underline a word, you're, you're doing all of that good learning. Whereas if you're typing, you're doing none of that at all. You, know what? you have sold me completely on this. Uh, thank you so much for talking to us this morning. Oh, I'm thrilled to be on. Thank you for inviting me. That's Dr. Hetty Rosing, who's a professor emerita of the University of Calgary's Workland School of Education, Specialization, Language and Literacy, talking about the potential return here of bringing cursive back to schools. So the Ontario Ministry of Education is putting this back in the curriculum. Alberta has done this. Would BC be next? Would you want to see that? Let me know. Simi at cknw.com.